Hi, this is Jack Michaels. You're listening to Handkerchief Dynasty, the number one Oilers podcast. How's that? Okay, Handkerchief Dynasty Podcast, episode 39. We're, uh, this is our post-trade deadline show. How are you doing, High Priest of Oilers Magic? Mm, I'm doing okay. I mean, back to living in a Sam Gagne-less world. He was, he was here, and then he was gone, and then he was back, yeah. and now he's gone again. And I feel a little bummed out about that. Yeah, yeah. I feel a little bit, bit bummed out about it, too. I mean, like, you think there's any chance he resigns with us in the summer? Uh, I don't know. I think it's a long shot. I think it's a long shot, too. I just would have like. I mean, a guy like that is kind of like, you get a guy like that with the playoffs in mind, right? Like, that's the reason you get a guy like that for the, for the... Gagne, veteran, veteran intangibles, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't get him last. We didn't get him last year for that reason, though. No, we didn't get him last year for that reason. But I don't. But know. you're but you're saying he's a good guy to have around in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think so. And he's like he's played in the league for so long, and he's barely got a sniff at the playoffs, and that's just like depressing to think about. It's true. But it's true. on the flip side, I mean, we got some other guys. The positive to that is I think when when you get guys from, like, if you're going to make a trade at around now, like, it's great to get guys from the, the worst team in the league because they're going to be, like, super stoked to not be there anymore. Yeah, you got to figure that's a huge factor. Yeah. Yeah, imagine, no, I, it's, it's – yeah, no kidding. if you're on oh. the wings and then all of a sudden – you're on the Oilers with like Connie and Dry. Like the Wings have won 15 games this year, four of which have been against the Habs. So you've only beaten the whole year. You've beaten 11 teams or 10 teams, 11 teams. So crazy. And now all of a sudden, you're like out of there. You're gone. And yeah. I don't think Detroit. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't want to like. I don't want to throw Detroit as a city under the bus, but I, I don't know. I don't think it's like 
it's seen better times. Let's put it that way. I think. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been led to believe. Oh yeah, no, they're in tough for sure. They're um, in tough. Yeah. I th- also think that Eisenman's gonna like turn it around real quick. So that's the plus side. Like Sam Gagne now gets to like pal around with with Stevie Y, which would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah, in a weird way, I'm kind of happy, even though Detroit fucking sucks, I'm kinda, I am kind of feel like it's cool for Gagne to go get to play on the Red Wings just because they're such a storied franchise yeah. and those those uniforms look so good. So, like, who knows? I, I doubt I, – like, I don't think there's much chance he's there next year either. Like, it was clearly just a move to move some salary around, I thought. But yeah, um, so I'd be curious to see. Like, I'd be happy for them to sign him to a nice low number next year. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think, like, Detroit kind of needs to be in the playoffs. Like, there was – such a part of the landscape for so, so many years. And they were like, you know, it's hockey town. That's, that's, it's a great it's atmosphere. And that team is in the playoffs. Like, you know, they are the only a, city, city with that appellation hockey town. Yeah. Or so, sobriquet or sobriquet, I believe Sobri- is the term. Yeah, that's right. And the octopus and stuff. It's just like, it's part of the fabric, right? It's, it's true. the same. It's a shame not to have that there. It's kind of you gotta love you gotta love that octopus. I was I was honestly a little shocked. Like I think like a lot of people, when the green trade came down the night before. Oh man! In the back of my mind, I was like, maybe that's it. Maybe we're done. But um, no, he secured us two uh, two wingers, which is like exactly kind of what we needed. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. It's super impressive. Yeah. So what do you think? Like, let's start with Mike Green. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think uh, I think he's got a shot at like. Um, like you said, kind of re- being revitalized, being out of like a, a dumpster fire of a team. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's here next year. I think that's probably a bit of a long shot, but I think he could be a super useful player in this stretch run here for sure. Like, I don't, I don't see how him and our third pairing makes us worse. Yeah. Mike Green is a great defenseman. You know, last time I checked before he got shipped off. Yeah. He was, he was great. Like, he's pretty sound defensively, I think. And, like, he's got great offensive awareness as well. I, and I can't believe we got him, like, like for Kyle Brodziak. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that again, that was just a, that was a, that was a salary cap slash, like, moving. They had to move a roster player out, so. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a way for Detroit to get those draft picks, basically, you know? Like, they're basically yeah. just same thing with Gagne. Yeah, um, like, Everything must go. Yeah, everything must go. Leap and Larry's. Um, and then we got Athanasiu, who's the biggest piece. Um, yeah. Probably the most exciting. Sounds uh, yeah. like a bit of a of an enigmatic player, is what I'm hearing. Um, big defensive liability. Hasn't really learned of the full the full kind of defensive side of the game. Yeah. Lightning fast speed, but apparently it's like straight away. It's like He's really fast going forward. I read one quote from an anonymous Red Wing who said, yeah, he's really fast, but we keep on trying to tell him to go around guys, and he just wants to go through them. Hmm. Interesting. Which I thought was pretty funny, but he's slotted in. According to Jack Michaels tweeting out the lines today, he's uh, Athanasius suiting up with, with McDavid. Like, the lineup, the lineup tonight, at least Ooh. in practice, is NS McDavid, Athanasius, um, RNH with oh, Dreisaitl really? and Archibald. Yeah, Archibald taking over for Yamamoto. Then they called up Granlund again, eh? Grandma's hands. Granlund, Sheehan, Chieson, Kyra Haas, Russell. 
So Nurse Bear, Jones, Lagesson, Jones Larson, and then Lagesson and Green. So they uh-huh. did pull out Benning. Yeah. Yeah. So McDavid's playing with Ennis and what's that guy you said? Athanasiu. Athanasiu. And apparently wow. Jack Michaels asked why he put the two new guys with McDavid, and Tippett just said housewarming gift. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tippy. It's so crazy, like, it's been, I, I, like, I almost have, like, no actual memory of a trade deadline like this. Like, uh, in, ter- in terms of, like, the Oilers making moves that Im- improve the team, this yeah, shit hasn't happened true. in, like, 15 years. Like, basically, we're, we're looking back at, like, 06. Yeah, I suppose so. Who did we pick up in 06? Todd Harvey? Um, it was the big ones were like I think just before the trade deadline where they got Rowley and then Samsonov. Oh yeah. I mean before right. that they had gotten before that they had obviously gotten Pronger at the beginning of the year. I think Michael during the Pekka. year they got they got yeah Pekka. Uh, in the middle of the year they got Spotcheck and uh, That's right. Dick Tarnstrom, good old Dick. Dicky Tarns, yeah. Yeah, Dicky Tarns. Dicky Tarns. Um, well, yeah. It's... Well, yes. I mean, it's just it's just so crazy to be like log on to TSN and see someone writing, you know, Oilers big winner at the trade deadline. It's like, K, what? What happened? Like, my my brain is just so not acclimated to like a general manager loading up at the trade deadline without really giving anything up off the roster or not giving up any prospects in the prospect pool. Like, this sure those two second rounders we're gonna miss them, but. The percentage of, of second rounders that are full time NHLers is like quite quite low. It's like under fifty percent. Mm. So if Athanasiu does gel and like you know, it's it's hard not to just like roll the dice on like any winger working out with the Oilers because we just have those two great amazing centermen. Right. Some people are saying that maybe it's time to revisit um, just like distributing the three centers. You know, maybe especially when. When uh, Cassian and Neil and uh, Nygaard are all back? Uh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. It's tough to say. So, Yamo's out for like for a couple weeks, they're saying? Two, or, two or three weeks, they're saying, yeah. Two or three Is, weeks. What, what's the injury? Upper body? Like that weird... uh, no, it's, a, it's an ankle sprain. So oh, really? You kind of oh, saw the play gosh. where it happened. Like, you saw yeah, him kind of, like, favoring his, his one leg. In yeah. the corner. Yeah, yeah, in the corner. Yeah, exactly. And there should have been, like, a call on that play. On that oh, play. definitely, yeah. So, I mean, the you know, again, again the right NHL there. is doing a great job of protecting their their players, you know? It's just like players are just getting violently injured by uh, illegal plays, and the refs are just like, oh, well, you know, we're all being real men now, so so we'll just be real men. Uh, not call any penalties. It's, like, such bullshit, man. Like, I... Yeah, I like, I'm getting kind of sick. Like, it was kind of weird because, like, years ago, everyone seemed to kind of be on board with the idea that you just don't call any penalties in the in the playoffs or, like, close to the playoffs. But at this point, I'm just, like, getting so fed up with just, you know, never knowing what's a penalty and what what's not a penalty. It's like some sort of horrible Kafka-esque, like, short story. Like, not, not a short story by Kafka, but a Kafka-esque short story where you're, like, you know, prostrate and you're just hoping, like, the, the faceless cruel voice of authority like doesn't you know admonish you for some yeah. unknown reason like it's just like 
dudes. Well, they don't call penalties. They call games, right? Like, it's all even-up penalties. That's yes. ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Like, that's sort of, that's the thing that you kind of implement, you know, the marbles in the pants pocket. But you shouldn't, that shouldn't be, like, how you go into the game calling the game. Like, that shouldn't be how you, you know, yeah. that shouldn't be how you call the game. No, <laughs> that should be sort of like in. a thing. Yeah, not going in. And it seems like that's it. Like, if one team gets a penalty, uh, you know, you can expect the other team to get a penalty. That's just crazy. It's insane. Like, I understand there's a rhyme and reason to the even-up call, but it seems like entire games are being called like that. Like, it's an easy way out. I well, think. it's like... It's, it's, almost it's an easy like, way to call the game. Yeah. It's like, it's like the... Imagine the referees are all... They're making a cake, right? Yeah. And they've never... Because they've never had to learn how to actually make a cake properly, they've developed this weird, like, uh, bad habit of basically just, like, fucking the cake up but then try, but then learning to fix it. So you know, they start yeah, with the cake, right. and they're like, they're putting icing on that cake, and they're like, oh, oh, oh well, I'm not even gonna pay attention to how I'm fucking slathering this shit on. And then it's like, well, I guess I'll fix this side, and then I'll fix this side, and then eventually it's like down to the size of like a scone, you know, like a scone with icing that like isn't even a fucking cake. Like we're not <laughs> even getting, we're not even getting a fucking cake. No. And like that, and then there's a big arena, you know, in the shape of a cake. There's all these people walking around with aprons and, and cooking implements. And, you know, there's there's all kinds of, like, menus of cakes being passed around. You know, it says delicious cake here right above the door. And then we yeah. sit down and we get, like, you know, a really dry, like, like you know, scone. fucking scone with like, with, like, little bits of, like, like fucking baking soda still in it. You ever, you ever had that in, in a oh, baked yeah. good? Ugh. Yeah, Not the, the worst, worst man. My mom made. I remember. I have a distinct memory. My mom baked a maraschino cherry loaf cake in grade seven, which I wow, wow, which I loved. But I remember she put a slice of it in my lunch, and I bit into it. My mom still made my lunch when I was in grade seven. It was amazing. <laughs> anyway, I bit into it. Yeah, a huge chunk of baking soda, and it, it was like it was almost scary. Like it was so disgusting. It was scary. So disgusting, it was scary. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, there's a German word for that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's actually, it makes me think of something that happened, that happened to me on this weekend. So I was, uh, I was spending time with a friend and, uh, they were making a birthday cake. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, oh, do you want me, want me to help you make the cake? I was like, and I asked them what kind of cake they were making for this birthday. Mm-hmm. And they, the answer shocked me. It's like it's like you you know you ask that question. What yeah, kind of yeah. Cake you making? They're like, oh, you know, vanilla, chocolate, chocolate, black. You know, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Mango mousse. They were making a mango mousse cake. Isn't that fucking insane? Like, does, it, doesn't that just mousse. doesn't that just blow your mind? Yes, yeah, so it had like a graham cracker crust at the bottom, and then like a, the middle was like all whipped cream mixed with like the mango. And then the top layer had like the rest of the mango, uh, mixed with like sugar and stuff. So it had this nice kind of like mango top. Um, wow. and I, I didn't get to eat it, but apparently there is a piece being saved for me. So. Wow. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I mean, I, I basically gave myself carpal tunnel whipping the cream. Wow. Um, and that was before the, we even started making the cake. Um. Ayo. So. Yeah, we play Anaheim tonight. Well, actually, I guess we have one more movie we haven't talked about. Joel Pearson, Farewell. Farewell, Joel. 
Oh, really? Did you, did you read much about that? Yeah, basically, like, no. we traded him for, like, a minor league goalie oh, and cool. a uh, and a uh, conditional, like, seventh-round pick, and basically low tide, or low tide. Ken, Ken Holland just said, um, wow. Ken, Ken Holland just said, yeah, it's a move to give him some opportunity because, you know, he makes a million dollars. It, it, he's, he's probably not going to make the team for us next year, so he basically just shipped him to Anaheim just to, like, Oh, it's yeah, give him a chance. Yeah. So we got a minor league goalie from Anaheim. Yeah, it's an ECHL goalie, I guess. But I think I think cool. we need one. We need one in the A. Yeah. Yeah. So we play Anaheim tonight. Anaheim stinks. That's yeah, true. Sucks. Can't wait. Can't wait for Jack, for uh, fucking Dallas Eakins to. Oh um, yeah. Eat, eat, He's eat totally lost that team, man. When I, I watched them play Calgary a while ago, that's what he yeah. does. Like Dallas Eakins, he's like a babysitter that just loses the kids every time. You know, <laughs> he was <It's> like, like <laughs> they had a really like ter- like they were playing. It was just terrible, right? And then at one point, Dallas Eakins was kind of, I guess, like yelling at them on the bench, but he was yelling at them almost as though he was ashamed to be seen yelling at them. And the players had just like completely tuned them out. It was like when, you, you're, at, when you're at the park. I remember that look. <laughs> if you're at the if you're at a park and a dad is like uh, yelling at his kids, but wants to be, he kind of doesn't want anyone to know that he's actually pissed off at them. He'll be like, "Hey, like, what are you doing?" Like he's kind of laughing about it, but he's pissed. And the team had totally tuned him out. And then he kind of gave like some pats on the back afterwards, like, after he had done doing it. And he was just, like... make it look better? Yeah, but he's totally lost. I can't believe that guy is still coaching in the NHL. Like, I don't understand. Even the Ducks deserve better than that. Even the Ducks? Yeah. He's, uh... That guy's not an NHL caliber. He's not... He has zero leadership qualities, as far as I can tell. He's not, like, an NHL caliber... Anything. Like, um, like, like spectator. Like, he shouldn't even be allowed to be in arenas <laughs> to like watch hockey games. Like, the dude just like he just he just lowers he just lowers the value and like he just diminishes it for everyone. Having him involved in the NHL diminishes the experience for everyone, and it, it yeah. just down downgrades it. It's like it's like a, it, you know Joe Quinville's kind of status as an NHL head coach. Uh, Dave Tippett's status as an NHL head coach. It just diminishes it having someone else in the brotherhood that should, should not be there. He should be, you know, fucking hanging out just outside of military bases at bars, trying to make friends, <laughs> you know, hopefully eventually coming out of the closet as bisexual or whatever. Like there's just some, I, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's closeted, but there's something, there's some deep psychological thing going on, like whether it's a secret or, you know, uh, inflamed ego or just like a, a, a massive a, a massive personality disorder. I could see him having like like a secret. He seems like a guy that's got a secret to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and like what a is. cushy. I don't. I don't. I don't even know. I bet you. I bet you he likes to be. Like, I bet you he likes to be dominated. I bet you he's like he wants he wants his wife to like step on his balls and <laughs> be like you know. I've noticed in those videos, it's always uh, you ever notice the Mister the the dominatrix always asks for like one of a few things. It's always like eat my pussy, really angrily. <laughs> as a as a woman, has a woman ever asked you to eat her pussy in an extremely angry voice? <laughs> no, no. Me neither. Usually, it's it's in a kind of a a soft kind of uh, you know rococo. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And he's got such a cushy gig, too, coaching hockey in Anaheim. Holy smokes, I'll take that. You got to take that. You got to take that. Did you read uh, any of Kenny's quotes, like, after, like, kind of after deadline day, like how he, like, what he said about the trades? Uh, like, yeah, yeah, a few things. I, I love the framing. Yeah, it's all The framing, yeah, when he was like, he was like, yeah, well, the guys have worked, like, really hard all year, so I thought it was time for me to do to do my part and chip in. Which is just like you high-five yourself when oh you hear him say God. that. It's like, dude, this guy knows what the he fuck is going it. on. It's he like, if it, Shirelli, if it was Shirelli or someone else, they'd be like, uh, I was kind of scared and I was worried and I, I kind of was hoping something good would happen. <laughs> like, yeah, Kenny just like, has a whole different... Yeah. Like, he doesn't do, he's, it's like his, like, that's what he sees as his job, right? Like, like, the guys have done, like, he's chipping in. He's, like, on the team, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. Couldn't believe that quote when I read it. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this guy finally, some guy who, like, gets it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And also, just like, you know, it's the first time in forever we've had, I feel like we had a GM that, like, other GMs actually respected, you know, was actually, like, a thing, didn't know, didn't, wasn't just exuding this, like, these, this, this pheromone spray of, like, pure desperation and, like, <laughs> sadness, you know, like, it's like all the yeah. other GMs just, like, licking their lips, being like, oh, boy, we're gonna fucking fleece this, this clown. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a new era, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. Yeah, it's a really good feeling. Um, yeah, it is. Hoping I can catch most of the game tonight. I, I got. I have to have be away for a little bit, but maybe I can try and record it. Is it in Anaheim? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. That's where all the new guys so flew. Okay. So it starts. It okay. starts. It uh, starts at I think seven my time, six your time. Oh really? That's an early yeah. start for an Anaheim game. Yeah. Anaheim games usually start at like eight thirty. My time. Um. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm still happy that Anaheim is sucking it up. Like, sure. It's, it's it's surprising how poor the California teams are doing right now. But the rest of the division is so strong. I'll I'll definitely take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Speaking of um, taking yeah, the it, Anaheim I, game's on eight o'clock my time. Yeah. Oh, eight o'clock your time. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're an hour ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So I was thinking. I was listening to the media. Um. And I'm getting really, really pissed off at people calling out every single mistake Darnell Nurse makes on Twitter now, where it's like, mm-hmm, I'm out yeah. of like post, I'm posting all these like angry posts, all tweets where I'm just like, I wonder if all the people that, you know, point out every single mistake Darnell Nurse makes pay equal attention to every single good play that he makes. Yeah, he, he plays clearly, like 30 minutes don't. a game. He plays exactly. 30 minutes a game. Yeah. Like he's a workhorse back there. Yeah. And the Oilers are stingy. Like it's not like, I don't know. It's not like we're, like, super porous, you know? Like, we're we're pretty stingy. Like, when we play kind of at our best, we're a super stingy team. I say we're, we're um, stingier than we are porous. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure, for sure. Like and, our, and, like, it's not to say he doesn't make mistakes. Like, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone like makes Every single mistakes. fucking... But it's just, it's so funny to me. So there's this phrase that often comes up, and I heard it on the Cult of Hockey the other day. They were talking about one of these mistakes Darnell Nurse makes. And it pisses me off so much every time someone says this. But it's like, they're like, oh, and then, and then, you know, you, you gave up the puck at this point and like, you know, give up, give up a, a chance the other way. 
you can't you can't let that happen, you know? You just you can't let that happen. Like you can't let that happen. It's like guys, there's nine other fucking people on the ice. They're yeah. playing a, they're playing a game. All these motherfuckers, nobody here has complete agency over what's going on. No one has right. complete control. There's there's no one who's like thinking to themselves, well, it's not as though the thought process for a hockey player is like, well, should I let this happen? I don't know. Let me right. think. Should I let this happen? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to let that happen. I'm going to let that happen. And then the coach right. around is just like, you can't let that happen. Oh, I forgot what I could let happen and what I couldn't let happen. It's like, right. it's just a complete wrong attitude in my view. And people say that shit all the time. They like yeah. bring up one individual play out of like a, a game or a stretch of games. Uh, you can't let that happen. It's like, well, like, you go out there and fucking not let it happen, motherfucker. Like, I'd like to see. Yeah. It's, it's like so easy to just be like, eh, eh. you can't let that happen. It's like, yeah, well, you know what? Like, yeah, you can. Because it's, kind it's of, not just you, you know? It's kind of like the, uh, the other side of the I'll take that coin. It is. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So why do you think people you think it's a racial thing? You think it's a deep Are you fi- are you are you are you finally asking me straight up? Like that's what I've thought all along. I mean, yeah, I know, to yeah. be honest you've with you, like, before you said it well, before. Well, with like with like the number of people that call them a low IQ hockey player as well, like I know yeah. that's a thing outside of like just within hockey itself, but I mean, the low IQ thing is like a dog whistle. Yeah, you know, I'd agree. Like, I'd agree. It's a huge, it's a huge dog whistle. Plus, like, you know, he's he's a young black man making a lot of money. You know, he's famous, he's beloved. It's like that's that's something that subconsciously or consciously really bugs a lot of people. Like, turns you know, him into a target. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's like black man's yeah. doing his thing, baby. Barack Obama and people are like, meh. It's like this young, brash, confident black man. Isn't better than me. You think you're better than me? It's like, well, you know what he is. Darnell Nurse, I guarantee you, is probably better than you. Let's just, yeah. let's just, let's just be honest about that. Um, and like, yeah, he's not perfect. And yeah, like, he's making, he probably shouldn't be the top paid defenseman on the team next year, but it's not his fault that, um, we locked up Clefbaum to that nice, tasty, low number, you know? And yeah. I don't even think, I don't even think he's gonna, he's gonna get more, more than, or as much as people are worried that he's gonna get. And if that's what he wants, then then Ken Holland will make a decision. Like, but to nah, just like, I think just like single like, out Darnell Nurse as a problem on this team, it's like Darnell Nurse is so far from a problem on this team. Yeah, I agree. I guarantee you, like fifteen fucking NHL teams would love to have him right now. Oh my gosh, yeah. at least. And like one guy was pointing out, he's like, yeah, but he does he does everything okay, but nothing nothing especially well and it's like no I, I replied I was like he's he's an exceptional physical player like in oh, terms fuck, of man. like rubbing guys out on the on the yeah. boards and he then maybe even taking the puck off okay he does everything okay stop that should be the end of that motherfucker sentence well right? that that's one thing but also he he I think he is exceptional in a lot of ways I think his physical play is totally exceptional yeah yeah so. absolutely I think he's he plays there's not a lot of guys on the Oilers team that uh, makes the other team check themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think he's one of the few guys that does that. Like, we don't have, and you'll see it in the playoffs, like, if not, knock on wood, if we get in, he's going to be a guy that's going to be, you know, he, he will uh, exert his will over the game, you know? Like, he's a guy that can, that can um, turn cause momentum changes by his physical presence, you know? 
And we don't have a lot yeah. of guys like that. We don't have a lot no. of guys like that. Like, there's not a lot of guys like that in the fucking league, you know? No. Like, yeah, yeah, no. no. Plus, like, drafting, developing a player, you know, having him get better and better on your team year after year, that's a beautiful, wonderful thing that should be treasured, not yeah. just, like, not just, like, looked at and be like, well, you know, meh, meh. He could be yeah. better. It's like, yeah, sure, he could be better. Well, he made this one mistake. Well, yeah, obviously it would be nice if he made no mistakes, but, like, for fuck's sakes, like, and you're, I not, think well, you're not like, watching the game if you don't think Darnell Nurse is a good oiler. And I think he's, like, part of... Like, the core of this team for me is uh, the Nuge, Dreisaitl, Connie, uh, Cassian, and Nurse. Like, that's the core. Those are the core guys for me. Those are the guys I think that, like, the team kind of, you know, that's the base in my mind. Like, I think Nurse is an extremely important part of this team. Like, I think he's a a great room guy. He's kind of been there since the beginning of this iteration of the Oilers. I just think I think he's, the guys like him. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know. He's just and the like, wrong guy. And, and, the wrong guy and, to shit on. And, and an Oiler team that has Darnell Nurse anchoring our second pair is like a, 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 a it's a great place to be, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. like I mean yeah. I think I think I think in a few years we're gonna have like something like a cleft bomb. And a, and a Bouchard or a Broberg probably in the top pair, and then I think Darnell Nurse and Ethan Bear could be, like, a dynamite second pair for, like, a decade, you know? Yeah. Which is fucking rad. I know. And it's so funny, because, like, everyone's just, like, everyone's talking about how I'll put Bear on the power play, Bear on the power play. It's like, sure, fine, that's fine, but it's like, Bear's kind of like the shiny new new present, you know? Like, nobody's uh, nobody's saying anything bad about him because because it's just a, it's a wonderful surprise that he's doing so well. Mm-hmm. But like I, I guarantee, in a few years, you know, there's going to be motherfuckers in like three or four years being like, oh, Bear's like a low IQ hockey player. Or he's small. Yeah. Or he's not tough enough. It's like I feel like Oilers fans have that particular. Like, there's again, we've talked about it before, but like the the, the complex about defensemen is just like sometimes redonk. But I've, I've made a point to like really push back on anyone. That talks that kind of shit to me. On, well, uh, if you don't if you don't score as an Oiler, you're shit. Like that's right. the way. If you don't put up numbers, you're shit. So it, any defenseman, unless you're like pounding the shit out of guys all the time, you you d- disappear or you're held accountable. Like it's Oilers fans don't. I don't know. We don't do well with with that part of the game. Like we don't really. We don't really appreciate it, I don't think. No, no, we don't. But I mean, that's probably that's that's being spoiled from the history, you know. Yeah. Like I'm sure, you know, a lot of the a lot of the early modern uh, people living in you know a place like Italy or Spain were like, you know, they were they were living large, probably relative to most people in the world. But I'm sure they also thought like, fuck, man, like Rome, Roman Empire was so much better. Yeah. It's like, yeah, guys, sure it was, except for, like, the lead poisoning and the incest. Right. Um, Let's see here. I wanted to talk about a few more things. Do you want to talk about any more more of the trade deadline stuff or the players or tonight's game? Uh, Who's starting in net tonight? We got Smithy. Smithy's starting in net. Back to back. Yeah. He started last game, right? Yeah, against the Kings. Yeah, the Kings game was great. Oh, so it was a great game. Yeah, I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, I kind of enjoy that the Kings suck. Yeah, like you any, know what? Any, any, like any really, team, 
that we've I played really a lot in the past. Cast. Yeah. I just I, I definitely don't. I mean, besides maybe Kopitar, I don't really like any of their players. I don't really like Kopitar either. I mean, like maybe he's a great guy or something, but I don't know. No, I'm sure he's a horrible person, but he's. I mean, he's a player. I yeah, like I guess player. so. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. We haven't talked about the uh, the Leafs losing to a Zamboni driver, which is probably oh one of the greatest gosh. greatest things that's ever happened in the history of time. Like, can you believe that? Like, and did the Leafs make any moves? They did nothing. No, no. They're uh, I think they're in a wild card spot just by virtue of the fact that like their division really really fucking sucks. I, don't so think, I think they. they I think they. I, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I think I think they're in or no I think they're in the third spot in there. Hold on, let me see here. Yeah, so they're in the third spot in the Atlantic. But they have fewer points than not only the the two wild card spots, but Carolina, who's the right behind that. So there's there's three teams that have more points than them, but are uh, are below them in the standings playoff wise. I don't like, think they're gonna make the playoffs. They're in like a free fall right now. Yeah, it's also isn't isn't it just an amazing thing to see? Doesn't it make you just want to like you know when you like write you're supposed to write down things you're grateful for. Yeah. You know, for like the yeah, next yeah. year, I'm gonna be writing down the Leafs suck. So well, can you imagine, it. like, so the beautiful to see. how toxic that room must be right now? Uh, and, like, all that shit, like, when they got that new coach, like, they were so high off his fucking shit, you know? After that, new, Babcock, that, new, that new coach is so fucked. After Babcock left? I know. I, I know. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, that's not an easy place. I mean, <laughs> that's why they got Babcock, right? Because he was the only guy that they thought had the... The guts for the job, or whatever it is, but man, oh man, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great to see how they lost to a Zamboni driver. It's incredible. Yeah. And how yeah, about guess... like Kovalchuk and Ovechkin are on the same team now? That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is crazy, isn't it? That to me puts Washington like. Uh, I don't know. They're they're kind of like a cup favorite for me right now. I think. Mm. I think the last thing that the NHL needed, that every other team needed, was for Ovechkin to have more fun playing hockey, and now he's going to have that. Like those guys mm. wanted to play together forever. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I can't even well, remember the last time two Russians, like two guys like that, like kind of. Um, a-list Russian players have been on the same team. Like I can't. I, I'm sure it's happened. Like I'm sure Detroit had Fedorov and whoever Kozlov or something like that. But it's been a while. Like, no, it's definitely been a while. It's going to be is, so much fun cool. to watch. I mean, I, I still think that people don't give the like Russians enough enough credit as like a hockey nation. I mean, they, maybe they've been like a little bit of a decline based on, like, where they were before. But, like, I, I love Russian players. They're great, great to watch. Well, yeah, Ovechkin could beat, uh, you know, it's well w- within the realm of possibility that he could wind up at the end of his career with the, the most goals in NHL history. Yeah. Which would be crazy. Yeah, that would That would, uh, that would uh, be a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow, I think. Or it wouldn't, uh, it just wouldn't sit well. Again, right. again, idiots would feel that way though. Like, fuck off! Like, seriously. Like, can't you? Like, if you if you don't love Alex Ovechkin and you resent that, and you resent that, like, let's say a non-Canadian has the goal for most or the records for most goals, like, what do you do? Like, what 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 is your life? 
Like, what is your life? What are you clinging to? What are you getting out of bed in the morning for? Like, clearly you're incapable of love or being worthy of love. Yeah. I don't think he'll do it, though. I don't think Ovechkin will do it. Yeah. He needs, like, Uh, 200 200 more goals, basically, in four years. Oh, does he? Pretty much. He's got, he just got 700. That's a pretty tall order. With 894. That's a pretty tall order. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, you know, my mom and dad were at the game where Gretzky broke Gordie Howe's record. Oh, yeah? For goals. Yeah, it was in Edmonton. And they, like, stopped, they stopped the game for, like, this presentation. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, incredible. Can you imagine seeing something like that? Like, we should do another like podcast the, that's like just the record of all records. Yeah, totally. Oh, for sure it is. We should do a podcast that's just like hockey podcast where people tell stories about like their parents' hockey fandom. Oh yeah, I think that, I think that could be really good. It'd be like, I bet there would be a lot of good stories out there because like yeah. the hockey, the parent hockey stories are like the ones that people really remember. They really <laughs> hold hold onto them in the. In that's between the true. pages of their mind, you know. That's true. Um, so I'm, I'm really getting I'm really getting low on my list of things that I, I think I may no longer need now that the Oilers are probably going to make the playoffs. Um, but I, I did have a couple more that I wanted to bring up with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, get, get your thoughts on. Um, okay. First one is just like my inner thoughts. Like I I have a very active mind. Yeah. So, right. So sometimes sometimes what I'm actually thinking in my head. It's kind of hard to, you know, you gotta, you gotta clear out the noise. It's like too noisy in there. You gotta oh, yeah. clear out the noise, get to a quiet place mentally and just think of those, think of those inner thoughts, you know, like yeah. what you, what you want, what you're craving. I want some peanuts. You um, want to get rid of that? Get rid of your inner monologue? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's a good idea. You think so? I, I think it might be more, it might be quite more efficient. You know, I'll just be going around just, just reacting and just acting. Well, that's without, you, that's, without thinking. That's, yeah, that's where you want to be, right? You want to be in the moment. That's true. That's where you want to be. That's true. <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's say let's say I get rid of that, and then the other one is okay. um, the other one is my massive, massive remit. Like I've got I've got a very wide-reaching, very broad, very very, you know, very sweeping remit. That that is my best. It is my no, remit. Historically, yes, but now it's part of my remit. Right, okay, I'll tell you what we should do. Why don't we just get our remits out, slap them on the yeah. table, and see who's got the biggest Absolutely. fucking remit. You know, I've got remit. a lot of uh, remit. Like, I've got authority over a lot of, a lot of stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't what actually... Do? I don't, well, the thing, is, the thing is, I don't actually know what my remit is. Mm. I, just know, I just know it's really massive, and I know I love talking about my massive remit. Mm-hmm. Um... But given the fact that I actually don't know what my remit entails, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe if I give that up, it'll be a way of avoiding future embarrassment. Yeah, I think you should maybe find out exactly what your remit is, and then maybe make this decision. Okay, that's that's wise. See, this is why I ask these questions. I'm getting I'm getting great feedback here. I love it. Um, let's see here. So yeah, they play tonight. Who do they play after Anaheim? Um, I don't know. Colorado, maybe. 
Ah, uh, Colorado. Let's that's, see. Yes, that's a one hundred percent guess. No, that's the yeah, that's the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow. That's gonna oh. be a tough one. Yeah, that'll be a great game, though. A lot of people. I mean, I've heard people say, and I think it's probably pretty true that like. Basically, the, the Knights are like the one team that that approaches being scary in the West right now. You know what? You think so? I'm pretty I mean, scared of the I'm pretty scared of the Canucks. I think about them a lot. You know, Markstrom got injured though, eh? Oh, did he really? Yeah, he's gonna be out for like a month. <sighs> Holy yeah. smokes! Huge, huge for us. Ugh, a goalie injury. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I know. I spend a lot of time um, thinking about the Vancouver Canucks. It feels like we've barely played them at all this year. And they're just like, ugh, they scare me. That team scares me. Vegas, too. Those two teams, I suppose. Vegas, is are they leading the division right now? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas, yeah, I suppose. Vancouver scares me more, though, just because I think Edmonton has, like, this weird relationship with Vancouver that I think could, could potentially uh, – potentially fuck them if we met in the playoffs, whereas Vegas seems like we would, I think we would sort of feel as a city that we, like, have the edge on them hockey-wise, you know what I mean? Like, I think we'd be confident playing Vegas. We'd respect them, but it would be, like, the respect you give to somebody who you know you're going to beat just because you, you've been doing it for longer than they have. Right, and you just, you're, you're a class act, so you treat them just, with, like, the respect of, yeah. Yeah. Whereas Vancouver, I think, like, we have, like, oh my gosh, we have major hang-ups about Vancouver. I know we do. Well, it's a huge rivalry, too. And sometimes that kind of, like, heated rivalry can kind of, like, blind you a little bit. You know, you fly into a yeah. blind rage, and you're like, oh, I, yeah. I hate these. Oh, it makes me so mad. And it's a really directionless rivalry as well. Like, it doesn't mm. seem like it's not the Battle of Alberta. There isn't a name for it. It's just like this weird, you know, simmering fucking hatred between those two teams. It's, it's weird. I wouldn't like to meet them in the playoffs, I don't think. No. But no, the rest either. of the teams, when you look at, like, the West right now, like, the teams, like, Dallas is in the mix, Colorado's in the, you know, it's going to be great. If we make it to the playoffs, like, all the teams in the hunt right now are teams that we have, like, a history with. Like, it's crazy we could be playing Dallas or Colorado. Like those Dallas could be are... scary. Because Dallas oh, is that would be so getting great, hot right though. now. That yeah. would be so great to play I mean, Dallas. That, the historical underpinnings would be amazing, yeah. Ugh, incredible. Yeah. Oh, Same with Colorado. Colorado would be just like that, too. Like, we played Colorado a couple times. We beat them once in that crazy, I think in, like, maybe 97 we beat Colorado. And then Dallas knocked us out in the second round. Yeah. And that would be an amazing series. My gosh, to see uh, Connie go up against Nathan McKinnon. Oh, for sure. Oh, he's like so Christmas great. times 10. Yeah. I know. Really, like any, any playoff series at this point makes me feel with excitement. Yeah. It's true, but like the teams that are in there right now, like I was looking at it last night, and they're just like great teams. Like they're teams that I would be super excited. Like if we were to play like. Arizona or some shit in the first oh, round, or the Jets. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't really give a shit. I hate those teams. I just hate them. I'm surprised uh, Arizona didn't end up trading uh, Hall. Like, I mean, I guess they're only two points out, but like, I don't see them making the playoffs. 
So yeah, I don't know why. I, like he's, they're going to lose him for nothing. It'll be awesome. You don't think he's going to sign with them? Fuck no. There's no fucking way Taylor Hall wants to play in Arizona. Taylor Hall wants to play because he's he's an egotistical guy. Like his ego rests in his lips, and I think he I think he feeds on being in a hockey market. Like I think he wants to be in a hockey market. I'd be I'd be shocked shocked if he went back to Arizona. You don't think that he? I kind of think the opposite. I think he wants to be in Phoenix. Is what I think. Where it's hot outside all the time, and he has a bazillion dollars. I guess. It being hot all the time and having a bazillion dollars sounds okay. I don't know. I, See, I'd, be, guys, I'd be really, really surprised. To some guys, you, I, wouldn't hear... pl- I wouldn't want to play hockey in Arizona no, with a bazillion no. dollars. Like, if I had the skills, nah, I'd want to play in a hockey market. You I wouldn't have let myself. I wouldn't have, you know, he's got an agent. Like, there's, it's he, he wound up in Arizona, right? Like, that's where he went. I would have been like, no, 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 no. Like, please. I'm not, I don't want you to go there. The place sucks. Yeah, like they don't know what hockey is. If he you, wanted to play in a hockey market, he wouldn't be in Arizona right now. Is what I'm saying. Right. Well, I don't think he chose Arizona though, right? Or did he? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think he has he had some say in it, you know. Mm. Like that's probably the, true. He's the guy. Like he, it's, guys can fucking call things off if they don't want to go there. It happens yeah. to us all the time. It happens to us all the time. Did you hear about Phoenix getting caught testing uh, draft eligible players? No. So they uh, they were basically Phoenix. I think what is it? Because they have like no picks in this year's draft. Like really. So they have they have no first rounder, no third rounder. They have, they do have a second rounder. Yeah. Um, and they were caught like fitness testing. I think like ten different players or something, or like five, or it might have been five. But the NHL is going to fine them two hundred fifty thousand dollars per player. Holy smokes! Yeah, so it'll be like a few million. <laughs> so I don't understand. Like, what were they? I don't know. So they were like, testing guys like late. I'm guessing like late round guys. Yeah, like mid round guys. I think. Yeah, mid round like, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Like the. No, you're not allowed to do any kind of fitness testing on players before the combine, I think. So, oh, okay, right. Like, uh, basically, like, I'm just, it's just such a brazen thing to do. It's just so shocking to me that they would do that, given, like, risk of getting caught. Like, it's just so bizarre to me. Like, yeah. But. Well, you'd think, I mean, like, yeah, it's, that's a big operation. Like, you'd have to have the guys. You'd have to have a place, like, testing facilities. You'd have to have like scientists and doctors involved. Like, there's a lot of moving parts. It's like trying to cover up aliens. It's true. It's true. Um, which you know you don't want to do, really. There's no reason no. to cover well, up the Indian residents. It's, it's, it's tough to do. It's a, it's a big job. Well, so that is just because it's such a fun thing. It's the kind of thing where, like, you know, if you're a soldier working at Area 51, you go home to your wife, you're like, you'll never believe what I saw today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we got uh, we got a fairly good chunk of uh, time here, about 45 minutes. Anything else you want to hit before we call it, my brother? I don't think so. Cool. I think, like, this is a good – this is, you know, this is the post – Post trade deadline show, I think we covered a lot of it. 
this is officially kind of the second, what is this, the last quarter of the season, would you say? The push, the race starts now? Yeah, kind of? we're at the quarter, uh, well, yeah, almost literally the last quarter of the season. I think there's just under 20 games left, yeah. So we're at the like final, at the final point, quarter poll. We're at the point where if we missed now, we would kind of be talking about this year for the rest of our lives and how <laughs> shitty it was. Yeah, we'd be well, talking about it for the rest of our lives, like from within institutions where we've been like assigned. <laughs> like it would be an all-time collapse. Yeah, yeah, not gonna happen though, man. We uh, no, I, mean, I don't think it's, it's gonna happen. It's crazy either. tight. Like it's it's gonna be a fun a fun run too, because it's not it's not certain either. But like the way we're playing, although these injuries are really starting to fucking <sighs> the Yamamoto injury is so huge. Yeah, my, because my two, we, you know what, to, man? we did we did have a team before he came, but we did, but we that was like the last the game I went to that was the last game they played before they called up Yamamoto. That was the post Christmas Flames game, the first Flames game, and that was I've never seen them play so shitty. That was the last shitty game they played, and that was without Yamamoto. And then they called up Yamamoto for the next game, right? So, I don't know. We'll see. Because they needed the juice. Like, now the juice the juice is Yamamoto. Hopefully he's left enough juice on the table. I hope so. He gave everyone, like, a big, a big like, pint glass full of juice. Yeah, yeah. And like, and you know, it's, 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 it's not, it's not pasteurized juice either, which is much, much better. You know, super hands nose. There's no way we can talk more about juice. See, the thing about juice from most places is you get all the fiber and most of the vitamins but if it's been pasteurized a fuck lot of the micronutrient content's been neutralized yeah <laughs> um all right dude well thanks so much for talking let's uh let's hook it up again soon maybe uh tomorrow or the next day and uh for all those listening thank you so much for listening please uh subscribe to this podcast please leave us a review please tell your friends tell people that aren't your friends tell mm-hmm. inanimate objects draw a face on the wall and, and tell them just just share it as widely as possibly can because you know we love you we love you for mm-hmm. doing so yeah um if you want to email us we have an email address at handkerchiefdynasty at gmail.com oh i didn't know um, that. yeah we've had that forever i i still think we have not gotten a single email although <laughs> we probably need to do like a little contest or something you know give away uh our jock straps or something there's some okay. curve out there that wants that shit. Um, all right, people. Have a, have a good afternoon. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. See you later, man. Later.